And that's the situation with getting Afghan refugees to Canada. And uh, we've made some pretty bold promises as a country. Justin Trudeau saying we're going to bring 40,000 of them here eventually. And we are starting to see some media reports that they are arriving in Alberta, both Calgary and Edmonton, starting to see a handful of refugees, certainly nowhere near the 40,000 that we're expecting when all is said and done, but we're starting to see it. So let's get an update on where we stand with um, bringing over refugees from Afghanistan with Robert Faulkner, who is a researcher at the University of Calgary School of Public Policy, Social Policy and Health Research Division, specializing in immigration and refugee-related issues. Uh, Robert, thanks for joining us. Always nice to chat. Happy to be here, Shay. We're starting to see some, right? We're starting to see some arrive in both Calgary and Edmonton and other parts in our country. Um, but just a bit of a trickle at this point. I think it's about 3,500. Does that sound about right? About right. There's a, um, late terms, we have about 3,800 or so. Okay. Um, in terms of the pace that we're doing this at, uh, there was a mad scramble at the beginning. We need to do this as quickly as possible. You know, when we talk about 40,000 ultimately, how would you rate what we're doing to this point thus far with about 3,800? It's a tricky situation. Um, and actually, we saw this um, before when the Liberals were first elected in 2015. Um, this overpromise and deliver eventually is the phrase I want to use. So maybe uh, about a B plus, I would say. Um, they, you know, back when the Liberals were first elected in 2015, they had promised they were going to bring in 25,000 Syrians by the end of the year. Uh, this was end of year 2015. And we saw about uh, a little under, um, a, little, a little over 7,000 or so by the end of the year. They did eventually uh, meet their commitment to bring in Syrian refugees, but it, it took a longer than they had promised. And uh, I think we're starting to see that situation play out here as well, too. You know, back when, when the Taliban retook Afghanistan and suddenly everything changed overnight, there was a lot of talk about getting this done quickly and we didn't have the proper thing. Yeah, have, we, have we progressed down uh, putting at least a system in place to manage this a little bit more effectively? Has work been done on that in the last two months? On the on the resettlement end in Canada, I think the system is going fairly well. Okay. Um, these resettlement agencies here are, are very good on the ground, but they, the issue that we are facing is actually what's happening over there. Yeah. I don't think we have a good system for that yet. And do, do I mean, at the time, it sounded like an imminent threat in a lot of these cases. So what's happening to, because there are some that are already approved and just haven't gotten here yet. Um, what is the situation for the refugees that will end up here that are in Afghanistan now? Do we even know? We don't have a good idea just yet. Um, and, and what I do know, actually, I'm right now working with a group in the United States of mostly Afghan war veterans who are trying to get their friends who they who they served with over to the United States. And what they're saying is that um, very frequently the safe houses that they have in Afghanistan for their friends are, are getting burned regularly. That's a to hmm. clarify that phrase. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean literally burned. It means yeah. um, exposed. They're, 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 they're being sold out, exactly. Um, so the situation in Afghanistan is quite precarious. And, in, and the situation in Pakistan and surrounding countries like Iran is not much better. And actually, there is, a, there is some bureaucratic barriers to getting them from even places like Iran and Canada, uh, Pakistan to Canada. Yeah, I mean, we don't have, um, you know, we don't even really have relations with Iran in order to try and affect that. No, we don't. And in, in Pakistan, the barrier there is that we need a, a third-party organization like the UN, like the International Rescue Committee, to recognize that person as a refugee before we can bring them to Canada. And, and that is um, that that can take years. Uh, that that means registering with a, a UNHCR office, and uh, and so unless we make some special exceptions for for Afghan refugees, it's going to take a, a, quite a while to get um, these individuals over to Canada. 
Um, in terms of how we are bringing them over, as you said, community groups are often very much involved in this. They sort of lead the way, and that's who we're hearing from in Calgary and Edmonton as they welcome these people to Alberta. Um, and but they're asking for help. Does that how does that relationship work with the government? Obviously, there has to be government involvement, but it looks like a lot of the work on the ground falls to these community groups. Yeah, so the federal government actually doesn't have much of a role uh, directly in the resettlement yeah. process. They either fund an organization, like in Calgary's Calgary Catholic Immigration Society, um, or they, they rely on those private sponsors. It's, a, it's actually maybe a, a misnomer that when the government says that we are going to resettle 40,000 Afghan refugees, well, it's probably going to be mostly nonprofits and, and local community groups that are actually going to be doing most of that work. Is the pre- it seems to me like the pressure is easing, and maybe it's just because the media attention has trailed off a little bit based on what it was back when the Taliban took over. Um, are, is it getting into a situation now? I mean, imagine if you're in Afghanistan, the pressure is immense, but it seems like things have we've sort of got a, a better system in place. Do I have that wrong? It's it's a bit tricky to say at this point. And one thing that we kind of forget with the the Syrian civil war yeah. is that it, the Syrian civil war started in 2011, and it, things didn't really explode until about four or five years afterwards when when we actually began seeing Syrians come to Canada. So I think we're I don't think we've heard the end of this story. I think we're actually sort of in the the quiet part right after the beginning. Okay. Um, I think over the next couple of months and years, we're going to start seeing more and more. Um, Afghans fleeing, trying to flee, and uh, perhaps more uh, desperate situations in places like Pakistan and Iran. Interesting. Okay, Robert, thank you so much for the chat today. I appreciate you joining us. Happy to join, Shay. That's Robert Faulkner, who is a researcher at the University of Calgary School of Public Policy, Social Policy, and Health Research Division, specializing in immigration and refugee-related issues. So, yeah, we were, we're looking at this point, it looks like almost 4,000 Afghan refugees have arrived in Canada thus far. Um, the federal government promising to repatriate 40,000 um, and probably hoping to do it in the next 18 months or so. So we got a long way to go. We're getting there.